Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transform Aisha's podcast. So we are going to be going over First Cain, and here it goes. Well, First Cain's actually. Anyway, David has been declining in years, and another Cain will have to take place. A D O N I J A. David's second son goes against Solomon, David's third son, in chapter one, verse five. His plans initially works in verses 7 and 9, but it backfires in verses 45 and 46. Solomon was promised a throne in verse 17 and was crowned king in verse 39. A, the AG person is fair, was fearful for his life in verse 30, and Solomon forgives him in verse 53. Those were the things that I wanted to focus on in chapter 1. We could try and do things our, in our own way. It may seem like it is succeeding, but in the end, God's way will prevail. This is exactly what happened to him. In my opinion, he became entitled because he was David's second son. He did not want to believe that Solomon will be made, claim, will be made king. But God's way prevailed and Solomon was made king. And Ananiah was not the king and he had to plead for his life. When we go against God and God's will and plan and people, we will be destroyed or having to plead for our lives. In chapter 2, David tells Solomon to obey God's commands in verse 3 and that he will prosper if he obeys God's commands in verse 4. Solomon also needs to be strong and courageous as well in verse 2. Solomon had to deal with unfinished business for David. Job murdered people but was was not punished for that in verse 5 shemai he slandered and tried to stone david in the past in verse 8 bar zinaledi was never honored for his loyalty to david during absalom's rebellion in verse 7 these happened previously but they were mentioned in these verses these loose ends needed to be completed so that Solomon can start off in a clean slate. David dies in verse 10. And then I have saw another way to deceitfully gain. The, well, try to, well, try to gain um, the throne. Um, through a political marriage in verse 17. He first approached Solomon's mom. And then she approached Solomon. Solomon found out about that and and the highest was killed. And the priest who held him was exiled in verse 25. And Deniah was warned in chapter 1 but went back to the same sin again. I can relate to doing this. Job gets the death penalty in verse 34. Shemaniah was offered grace and mercy like Ananiah but went against his word, so he was killed as well. In verse 46. All Shania had to do is stay in the house of rest in Jerusalem in verse 37, and he disobeyed. Now Solomon can reign now. We can receive grace and mercy like Ananiah and Shimonai, but we cannot... Abuse God's grace and mercy. Give me one second. 
Uh, something just happened. What? Okay, yes, but we cannot abuse God's grace and mercy. We have to repent and change right away. Our sin is not worth losing the relationship with God. In chapter 3, verse 3, it is said that Solomon loves God. He also sacrificed a thousand burnt offerings. God appeared to Solomon in a dream and told Solomon how he would answer how he would answer any request in verse 5. Solomon asked for wisdom so that he can know the difference between good and evil. First Kings 3 and 9 because he felt like he was inexperienced and not mature enough. God answers and God answered his request and gives him more than than he can hand more more as well. In verse 10, God gave him riches, honor, and a long life only if he remained faithful to God's law. Verses 12-14, Solomon wakes up from the, from the dream and is put to the test regarding the custody battle. Solomon answers really wisely from verses 16 to 27 people were in awe of solomon's wisdom that he received from god in verse 28 i love that god asked solomon what he wanted and desired he did not ask about himself or what he could benefit solomon asked what he can do to serve god and be in god's will even more in chapter 4 solomon received a lot from god and that was in the in the following was said in verse 27 I start quote saw to it that nothing was lacking end quote solomon's wisdom was described in verses 29 to 33 Hiram assisted in helping solomon build the temple in chapter 5 he was pleased with solomon and Hiram said the following verse 7 when Hiram heard solomon's message he was greatly pleased and said Praise be to the Lord today, for he has given David a wise son to rule over this great nation. In chapter 6, Solomon and his people built the temple. It took seven years to build it in verse 38. In chapter 7, Solomon built his palace in 13 years, verse 1. Doing things for God will take as long as 20 years. That is why being content in God is the most important thing. Not accomplishing a goal or getting the very item that I want in life. In chapter 8, the ark of the Lord was brought to the temple in verses 1-9. through nine. Solomon praised God and mentioned how God did not choose a city in any tribe of Israel to have a temple built so that God might be there. David wanted to build the temple, but Solomon was chosen. This was mentioned in verses 15-20. to Solomon mentioned that there is no God like God and that he keeps his covenant love who, conti- who continues wholeheartedly in God's way. Verse 23, he also mentioned about the wrongs towards neighbors and condemning the guilty in verses 31 and 32. I love how he asks for God's forgiveness when the people of Israel sins against God in verses 30 to 36 and 46 to 15. I love how he talked about the importance of being taught the right way to live in verse 36. I love how Solomon mentioned the importance of fearing God in verse 40. I love how God, how Solomon mentioned that, start, um, start quote, verse 53. For you single out from all the nations of the world to be your own inheritance, just as you declared through your servant Moses when you, sovereign Lord, brought our ancestors out of Egypt. 
End quote. Solomon finished his prayers and supplications to God and said the following, verse 56. Praise be to God who has given rest to his people Israel just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave through his servant Moses. Verse 57. May the Lord our God be with us as he he was with our ancestors may he never leave us nor forsake us verse 58 may he turn our hearts to him to walk in obedience to him and keep his commands decrees and laws he gave to our ancestors verse 59 and may these words of mine which i have prayed before the lord be near to the lord our god day and night that he may uphold the cause of his servant and the cause of his people of israel according to the each day's need verse 16 so that the peoples of the earth may know the Lord is God and there is and that there is no other. Verse 61. And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God to live by his decrees and obey his commands as at this time. End quote. Solomon dedicated the temple to the Lord in verses 62 to 66. He made sacrifices to the Lord. In verses 62 to 63 as well. God appeared for Solomon in the second time in chapter 9. And I guess that will be it for Transformations Podcast. And I'll go over the next chapters in their next podcast episode. Thank you so much. Bye for now.